Welcome back in Brady Farkas show right here on WDEV AM and FM and WDEVradio.com. Radio Row at home day three for us. And we continue to bring you the best coverage heading up to the Super Bowl between the Bengals and the Rams. And joining us now is Lofa Tatupu, former NFL linebacker, spent six really good years with the Seattle Seahawks. And now he's a host of a Seahawks podcast on the Believe Podcast Network. Lofa, how are you? I'm good, my man. Thank you for having me. Well, I appreciate you being with us, and I want to talk about your career, but I want to talk about your upbringing first. We're we're here in Patriots country. We're a Patriots affiliate. Your father played for the Patriots from 78 to 90, was on that Pats team that went to the Super Bowl in 85. Did you grow up a Patriots fan? I did. I did, but I, this will make some of the uh, Patriots cringe, though, the faithful. Uh, <laughs> my favorite player of all time is Thurman Thomas, and so... <laughs> <laughs> the one game I always got – that was back when I thought I was a running back, right, just like that. <laughs> then I found out I was better at, at, at linebacker, so I chose that career path. But um, So I, I got to go to one Patriots game every year. It was always the Buffalo Bills versus the Patriots. But, but yeah, as far as – so those are my teams, Buffalo, New England, and Seattle. Of course, when we weren't in it, I was rooting for the Patriots. <laughs> but uh, as long as the Seahawks were alive, man, I was hoping we, we got it done. You know, I know your dad played with Matt Hasselbeck's dad with the Patriots. Were you one of those kids that was always around the locker room and stuff, you know, making friends with the older guys? Absolutely. Yeah, we both of us, me and Matt, we both grew up in that locker room. His brother's Tim and Nathaniel, yeah. too. Um, so, yeah, Nathaniel's uh, the same age as me, so we competed against each other all growing up. But, um, but yeah, grew up going to uh, Sullivan Stadium at the time, yeah. you, know, you know, before it got turned to Foxborough and then now Gillette. And uh, yeah, those those old hard bleachers and uh, those cold cold games, man. I, I enjoyed going to those when I was a kid. You know, let me ask you a a Patriots question, just to draw on your experience here. The Patriots right now don't officially have a defensive coordinator. They have multiple voices in the room. There's Bill Belichick, there's his son Steve, and there's former player Gerard Mayo. As a player. Do you like a collaborative coaching approach or do you need one specific voice that you're always getting the message from? Yeah, you know, that's a good question. I know you never had a situation like this, but I think, yeah, uh, Gerard probably calls the, the run game coordinating and then um, uh, the son, he, he coaches the, the secondary and I believe he's doing the passing game coordinating. So uh, I'm sure when it all comes down to it, you know, Bill's got a heavy influence and, you know, um, they, they know kind of what he wants to run. And I think that's kind of in the past, especially I played for Pete in college, played for him in the NFL, even coached for him for two years in the NFL. And we ran, we ran pretty much the same scheme. And um, <clears throat> I think, yeah, having one voice to, to take the message to the players is important. But when we all break into our own little groups on the sideline, you know, we're hearing it from our, our position coach anyways. So um, I think, you know, he might have an advantage um, having, you know, a fresh set of eyes for the secondary and then and then the other for the run game. You know, just if you divvy that responsibility up, it might be a little easier. You mentioned playing for Pete Carroll in college at USC and then with the Seahawks in Seattle. His experience in, in New England as the head coach long predates me being here. I'm just kind of curious about his development as a coach and maybe his transition from the pros to college back to the pros. What was he like, you know, when you played for him in college? Oh, he's the exact same. And I think, you know, if, if, if he didn't have the success that he wanted in, uh, in the first years of going at it as in the NFL as a head coach with uh, the Jets and then also the Patriots, I think it was because he probably wasn't allowed to be himself. And um, I think he found his voice along the way. And, you know, but 
I mean, he took the Patriots, what, to the playoffs, I think twice. Um, yeah. so, you know, so when, when everybody – now, of course, when Belichick comes right after and, and does what <laughs> the run that he does, you know, you look back at like, oh, well, you know, what, you know, could Pete have done this? And I, I think he could. I think he's proven it that now that he was up here and the partnership with John Schneider, the GM, is, uh, is really – I really feel like that's the biggest thing for head coaches and GMs to really get along and, and at least have that level of respect – Heading into the draft, um, who they're going to, you know, sign to extensions, all those things, and I think John and Pete have done it masterfully over here. And I think, but as far as him as a person, as a coach, he he hasn't changed at all, not 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 a bit with the philosophy and, and how he attacks the, uh, you know, the coaching. Former NFL linebacker Lofa Tatupa with us here on the Brady Farkas Show on WDEV, AM and FM and WDEVradio.com. You know, we we had some fun with this idea, with this exercise a couple of weeks ago here, again, in Patriots country. So I'll bring it to you. Russell Wilson for Mac Jones and two first-round picks. Who says no to that? The Seahawks, the Patriots, or Russ himself? Um, hmm. I mean, I don't think anybody would say no to that. I mean... <laughs> I don't think you guys would. I don't think the Seahawks would because if Russ doesn't want to be here, it's it's going to come down to does he? And I mean, with the defense you guys have, I think he does have a chance, um, you know, to to go further into the playoffs than than we have. Of course, he was injured this year, but um, but yeah, that's not a bad deal there uh, for either side. Yeah, see, I I was willing to make it. I actually thought Russ would say no because. I just think that all these quarterbacks right now should want to avoid the AFC. Like, would you want to come to the AFC with Herbert and Mahomes and Allen and Burrow? Like, would you – I think the NFC might be the easier sled right now. It really it really looks like that. Uh, outside of Aaron Rodgers, um, you know, Tom just retired. So, it's uh, – well, allegedly retired. Who knows? Yeah, you know? Maybe. <laughs> we'll see. You know, I just, just read a comment the other day. He said, never say never. So, it's like, you know what? I, I bet you give it another, like, month, he's going to be like – He's just gonna start waking up out of bed doing passing drills around the house, <laughs> and like, and he's gonna be like, "Oh, you know what? I need to be at the field." <laughs> so, you played the Patriots. Was it one time in your career? But it wasn't a Brady game, right? Wasn't it a Castle game? It was Castle, my old uh, college teammate. Yes, that's <laughs> right. So, oh man, what was that experience like for you playing against the team you grew up rooting for that your dad played for? It was special, you know. There was there was two instances in my life where you know you look across the um, the tunnel at the other at the other uh, players and teams coming out. And when I was in the Rose Bowl, I looked across and I saw Michigan lining up, and I was like, man, that was that was one of my dream schools when I was a kid. Because you know, I wasn't my dad went to SC, so I couldn't like Notre Dame and I couldn't <laughs> like you know UCLA. There were some schools that were just off limits, but Michigan was they were they were good every year and um, just uniforms and everything right and then so that was you know pretty surreal moment and then the other one was at home uh 2008 when the patriots came out of the tunnel and i you know i, I watched that team all growing up and uh it was special to, to be in that game it was a lot of fun too especially going against castle my old teammate yeah. uh, i mean i think we we blitzed him like 60 or 70 percent and he I and mean, he took a lot of shots but he's, he's still he's a tough dude he hung in there and, uh, and he came away with the win. Um, I think I think Reggie Merriweather shot the A gap and forced the fumble to, to end the game. Yeah. 
Well, here's the kicker for me. You can see we got a video chat here. I'm wearing my Mariners hat. I'm actually from Seattle originally. So despite being Patriots fan by work, I am Seahawks fan by life. So uh, I've been a diehard my whole life. Used to go to the old Kingdom uh, a couple times a year. So I need, I need one question for my Seahawks fandom. Give me give me a story that you tell at cocktail parties about a teammate, somebody I grew up watching. I gotta get I gotta get one Seahawks question in here. Uh, someone that you grew up watching. Walter Jones. Yeah. Um, so beyond being the most talented guy, you know, on the field, he is one of the most hilarious guys off the field. <laughs> and so um, first two years, I don't think he ever, I don't think he said a word to me. And it was, it was awkward because we were captains together and I don't think he even knew that. But <laughs> so we go to the Pro Bowl and, you know, we're at the bar, we're having a good time. And uh, he looks over and he's like, Hey, yo, Chalupa. And I was like, I think he's trying to say Tatupu, but <laughs> he's saying Chalupa. So I just give it, I give it a second, and he goes Chalupa. And I was like, all right, he's definitely talking to me. So I turn and I go, Yes, Walter. And he's like, You really all right though? And that was his way of saying I, I was pretty good at linebacker. Yeah. Oh <laughs> and, man. And uh, and I wasn't gonna let him know that I, my last name was the same as a Taco Bell menu item. So. <laughs> I just let it ride. I was like, you know what? I'm just glad you kind of know my name, Walter. <laughs> <laughs> well, I get you out of here on this, Lofi. You got a Super Bowl prediction for Sunday. As a uh, as a Seahawks fan myself, I'm rooting against the Rams, of course. I mean, I can't root for them. It's, it's tough. You know, I, I went to school in Southern Cal in L.A., and my dad even played his final football season for the Rams when they were in L.A. before mm. they moved to St. Louis. Right. And so everybody's been asking me, oh, you must be going for the Rams. I'm not. I've played against them my whole career. I can't root for them. Um, I'm, I'm going Bengals. I think I got I got a 27-24. The MVP is going to be Joe, but it's going to be Joe Mixon, not okay. Joe Burrow. All right. Lofa Tatupu, former Seahawks linebacker, a pro bowler. You can check him out on the Believe Podcast Network with the Seahawks podcast there. So, Lofa, we appreciate the time. Appreciate you having some uh, fun reminiscing about your time at Patriots games and your dad played here. So, always a good time. We'll do it again sometime down the road. Right on, brother. Stay blessed.